I don't know about you, but for me, mood lighting is really important. In the chapel downstairs where I live, there are five light switches. One controls the main ceiling lights, another the lights over the altar, and three others control accent lights. All of them are dimmer switches, so they can be adjusted to the full brightness or just a glimmer of light. When I pray in the chapel where I live, I know exactly how to set all five switches for the perfect mood lighting for prayer. Not too bright, not too dim, just right. In fact, there are some days that I will make sure to get to the chapel early, even racing down the stairs, so I can turn on the lights before any of my brothers get down there. One of my brother priests turns all the lights on full blast. Another brother gets the accent lights right, but keeps the ceiling lights so dim that I can barely read the Bible. No offense to you brothers, but you just don't have the knack for the mood lighting. Leave it to me. (laughs) As humans, we need light, and we need not just any light, but we need a light that is the right kind of light, a perfect kind of light, a light that won't blind us permanently, but a light that we can see by and walk by. Tonight, as we commemorate the presentation of the Lord, also known as Candlemas, we celebrate that God sent the perfect light into the world in his Son, Jesus Christ. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. We carried candles in procession tonight through this temple to remember that Christ our light is still with us. And we carry them so that we would be inflamed in our hearts with longing to walk by that light each day, even if it's not yet the full brightness of heaven. Two important lessons strike us from the liturgy tonight about Christ our light. The first lesson Christ, our light, is a light that reveals. Just as light reveals things that are hidden, so Christ, our light, is a light that reveals. Christ reveals things that are hidden. And most importantly, Christ reveals the hidden God. No one has ever seen God who dwells in unapproachable light. No one knows God's inner self except the Son. On our own, our minds will try to understand who God is, but we will always end up in shadows and darkness. The pagan Gentiles believed in many false gods, false idols, and false ideas. But once we encounter Christ, his light reveals the Father to us through the Holy Spirit. By the light of faith, we obtain a true knowledge of God that completes and surpasses our human intellect. 
God is no longer in the shadows. He's no longer only a distant creator, but a father and a friend. Besides revealing God, what else does Christ reveal? Christ also reveals us to ourselves. Our lives, our histories, our reason for existence are like enormous jigsaw puzzles. There are so many pieces, but there's only one way they fit together. Without Christ our light, we cannot see the final picture or manage to put together a few pieces in the darkness. But when we encounter Christ, his light reveals to us how the many pieces of our lives fit together. We discover that we are precious to God, that God has rescued us from the darkness of sin, and that God has made us to enjoy his love forever. Christ reveals us to ourselves. If Christ our light reveals God to us and reveals us to ourselves, then he also reveals something about our mission in this life. Each of us in our own way is meant to share the light of Christ with others. Even the elderly Simeon proclaims, My eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepared in the sight of all the peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and glory for your people Israel. We were once Gentiles. We were once not God's people, even confused and lost. But now we have been made the new Israel, and the glory of God shines forth from within you and me. So brothers and sisters, share the light of Christ with others. Don't be afraid of imposing on others. We should never forget how many people are near us not knowing who God truly is, not knowing who they truly are, and waiting for someone to bring them a candle to shatter their darkness. The light of Christ is not a dim light, nor does its brightness blind us. It is the perfect light that turns the jigsaw puzzle of our lives into something beautiful and whole. That's the first lesson. Christ is a light that reveals. The second lesson, Christ, our light, is a light that purifies. If we took enough of these candles and put them together, they would be hot enough to turn metal into liquid. The prophet Malachi speaks of the sudden coming of the Lord into his own temple and that he will be like a refiner's fire. He will sit refining and purifying silver, and he will purify the sons of Levi, refining them like gold or like silver, that they may offer due sacrifice to the Lord. Sons of Levi refers to the priests of the Old Covenant. They offered sacrifice day by day in the temple for the people and also for their own sins. Their offerings were imperfect and could never definitively take away sin. Christ, however, is the faithful high priest 
who was tested by suffering in his very flesh and blood, yet never sinned. Christ presents to God a perfect sacrifice, his very self aflame with love, entirely pure, without alloy, always carrying out the Father's will. His love poured out on the cross took away our sins. Just as Simeon was immediately released from the bonds of earthly life when he had seen the Christ, so we too were released from the bonds of our sinfulness at the moment when the earth witnessed the death of Christ. Because we are now joined to Jesus' death and resurrection through baptism, this means that we ourselves are a new covenant priestly people. We can now present holy and acceptable sacrifice to God in and through Jesus. This happens at every Mass. Each time we celebrate the Eucharist, we are presenting Christ to the Father. In a sense, we're saying, Father, look, see, behold, how beautiful is your Son, more beautiful than gold. We take all the joys and sorrows of our day, our week, and our life, and we join them to this sacred presentation, this sacred lifting up to the Father. As we cry out through him, with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. Yet there is another aspect of the Eucharist that the liturgy speaks of tonight that has to do with this purifying light. Not only do we present Christ to the Father, but Christ presents us to the Father as purified and refined gifts of love. The opening collect for the Mass that we prayed asks God that just as your only begotten Son was presented on this day in the temple, so by your grace we may be presented to you with minds made pure. Who is presenting who? It's Jesus presenting us to the Father at each Mass. Jesus is saying, Father, look, see, behold, how beautiful your sons and daughters, how beautiful my sisters and brothers you gave me, more beautiful than gold. And the prayer says we are presented with, quote, minds made pure. Christ not only purifies our bodies, but he purifies our minds, taking every thought under his lordship. In our lives, gradually, with the help of the Spirit, not only do our actions become the holy actions of Christ, but even our life of our thoughts is sanctified and made to be the mind of Christ, the thoughts of Christ. Christ fills our minds with good thoughts and takes away every selfish and evil thought. And so as we continue to walk with Jesus on this earth, brothers and sisters, 
Let him purify every one of your thoughts. Let Christ fill your mind with holy desires, holy images, holy thoughts, and countless inspirations to holy love. His perfect light makes our minds pure and at peace. That is the second lesson, that Christ our light is a light that purifies. Friends, one day Christ will present us finally to the Father before the throne, completely refined, more than the purest of gold. Christ will lead us into the kingdom of glory where light perfectly fills every part of us and the mood lighting is always set for joy. Our task is to courageously hope like Simeon and Anna keeping that light alive in our hearts for that day, desiring and pining to see Christ face to face. Even though each of these candles in church will be extinguished after this celebration, we will in our souls always keep the flame of love burning brightly for Christ. Christ.